0: Yep, it's the Jeremy Webisodes podcast. Here we go. All right. You know, every time I say all right like that, I'm thinking of your father, Ryan. All right. He says it. I mean, that's like my mem- all of my memories of your dad involve him saying, all right. Yeah. It's kind of his catchphrase. It is. Digging it. Ladies and gentlemen, my catchphrase is never fear. As always, the lava lamp is burning brightly in the studio as a beacon for all the lost souls in the world. May they find their way home. And you have found your way back. the Jeremy Webisodes podcast. So thank you very much for being here. I am once again joined in the studio tonight by my good friends, Josh McGinty and Ryan Hatch. And tonight's Webisode was recorded Wednesday, September 9th. I don't have a phrase.
1: You don't have a catchphrase?
0: His dad has a phrase. You have a
1: phrase. How do I get in the game?
2: I think I think you do have a phrase.
1: I don't know.
0: No.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do you yeah, want to go to like a space shuttle? No.
0: Yeah. It's either it's some it's something with the word no in it. It's generally negative. <laughs> no. Yeah, you're Wait. kind of the eeyore of the crew. No. Did you think you were the piglet? <laughs> well You're definitely not the Pooh bear. Okay? Because no, that's I'm not Big the poo Daddy Jar over here. I want a
1: phrase. No isn't a phrase.
0: <laughs> I don't know is a phrase, though. <laughs>
1: Well, I guess we could It's a work in progress, but
2: it's a start. <laughs>
0: you know, it's something. <laughs> so, thanks for being here, ladies and gentlemen. In case you don't know, generally we do some drinking on the show. Uh, we have a bit of knowledge on the subject, if no, if no other knowledge other than we know how to get it in us. Yeah, we got that down. We we can do that. Uh, and tonight, the alcohol we were we are going to be enjoying is one we haven't done yet on the show. It's an Irish whiskey. All right. So right off the bat, right off the front of the bottle, I will tell you that the Irish spell whiskey with an E, like the Americans, uh, but in on Scotch, Scotch whiskey, it has no E. It's just W-H-I-S-K-Y. And interestingly enough, the reason that we spell whiskey that way here in the United States is because our whiskey heritage is tied directly to Irish whiskey heritage, and the Irish immigrants are the people who moved to the East Coast and immigrated up into Appalachia, and started doing the whole moonshining thing because, you know, making whiskey was in their heritage. And in fact, the Appalachian uh, dialect and uh, an accent is actually kind of what happened to the Irish accent once it moved to the United States and lived in the hills for a while. It it slowly that's where that whole appalachian accent comes from it it's it's really an irish accent that kind of lived in the hills for the last couple hundred years
1: i did not know that that's fascinating
0: so irish whiskey is very tied uh, closely to american whiskey and in fact there was a whiskey rebellion called a whiskey war in pennsylvania right and in appalachia um that happened. It was so when the United States became uh, a country and declared our independence, the very first law and tax that they I- enacted was a whiskey tax, um, because at the time uh, there was a lot of farmers, and farmers generally used their excess grain at the end of the season that they didn't sell off. They would distill it and, and sell sell it as whiskey, and there was a lot of money in it. And so they were like, "Well, let's tax these farmers." And take that, and that's how we'll we'll build our country on on that. And the farmers and people in that area were like, "No, no, we just fought an entire war to get away from taxes, and now all of a sudden, the very first thing you're going to do is come in here and tax our whiskey." And so there was there was a, a a revolt, and General Washington actually rode to to join the militia to to ride and fight these distillers in in Pennsylvania and Appalachia that were going to say, "No, we're, we're not going to pay taxes." And, and the militia think, dispersed before Washington ever got there. And
1: to think I was a fan of that man.
0: Yeah, so, right, right. So anyway. I should
1: tear
2: down any statues. There uh, there
0: close, moments. you know, the history there is cool. So this, this is an Irish whiskey, and interestingly enough, this is Conor McGregor's product. And I got to tell you, I don't know a lot about Irish whiskey other than, you know, historically and kind of how it ties. But I I don't drink a lot of Irish whiskey. Uh, You know, I know Jameson is kind of like the one I know. So I went into the liquor store and I asked for a a good Irish whiskey other than Jameson. And this is the one she turned me on to. And I didn't know when I bought it that it was it was Conor McGregor's. But apparently he's done really well with it since he.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He sold two point four million.
0: And it's uh, in the first six months. Let's crack it. To, oh. That was a good one. That was a good one. So, yeah, this is uh, a proper Irish whiskey. One of the things that differentiates.
1: I mean, that is
2: so radical.
0: One of the things that, here, I'll try to get you that <laughs> hey, bottle. I'm
2: hey, can you just, go ahead I'm and gonna... uh, sit that bottle oh, down the sorry. farthest from anybody? Uh,
0: We're social distancing.
2: Oh. Jeremy moved it like eight inches. Like, can you put a
1: little more effort here so a go, lot of Ryan.
0: people want to want to uh, want to compare Irish and Scotch whiskeys. Um, so let's uh, let's get our first impressions here, and then we can talk a little bit about the differences.
1: Well, I can tell you what: if it's uh, Conor McGregor's, no matter what it tastes like, I'm going to say I like it. I don't want him knocking on the door. It really packs a punch. Oh,
0: <laughs> the low hanging fruit. <laughs> talk about fruit! I'm getting some definitely fruity nose.
1: Very fruity nose.
0: And generally, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't noticed yet, in fact, uh, this is our seventh podcast. We've enjoyed a few whiskeys, a rum, um, and some different things. And we've consumed all of it just as is, out of the bottle, into a glass. Even the awamori last week we were drinking without ice. And, you know, I think this is a good way to experience things uh, that are aged, Obviously, we wouldn't want to be drinking room temperature vodka out of the glass necessarily like this, but (laughs) it's appropriate to drink aged things uh, like this. Again, Irish whiskey aged in bourbon barrels—another product that loves the American bourbon industry.
1: These barrels must be making a killing.
0: I mean, the barrel business, right? Right? They're not cheap. They're not cheap.
1: Well, this is phenomenal. Actually, it tastes butterscotch, little caramel, hint of like a flower, apricot.
0: Super, it's kind of mellow. I'm not getting
1: it's way smoother than I thought it was going to be,
0: right? You Irish know, whiskey
1: can be, you know, it has some put some hair in your arse. I think we're so used to drinking Jameson,
0: you know, and like you generally take a shot of Jameson with the bartender after you, you know, it's like it's never that pleasurable of an experience. Um, I don't know it's really, I can't speak to the quality of Jameson, I don't know that it's bad. But I think a lot of it's kind of the situation you end up drinking it in that you've never really appreciated it. But I know that there's plenty of people out there. Um, A lot of people I know in the bar industry drink Jameson. Um, But this, I will tell you, in the comparison to scotch, there's a lot – there's no smokiness. There's none of the peatiness or smokiness um, that you get from scotch. And um, another distinction is scotch is, is a single malt. They only distill from malted barley, whereas Irish whiskey uses both malted and unmalted barley. Um, in fact, this one is actually is a blend between malted barley and what they call golden grain. Uh, golden grain, and what golden grain is is really is a it's a spirit. So there's no grain called golden grain. What they'll do is they will take. Any kind of grain, and they will distill it to such a high proof that it's it's considered neutral. There's zero grain flavor in it. It's called a grain neutral spirit at that point. And then if you age it, it, it gets color, so it's 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 golden grain. Um, so this is a malted barley blended with a with a grain neutral spirit, and then they age it. And that's that's. I thought it was
2: a neutral grain spirit.
0: Grain neutral spirit, GNS. Okay. Is the is the is what people call it. So.
2: It's um. Yeah, it's not. It's not that the taste is not harsh, but the smell still leave, has a little paint thinner.
0: Yeah, and I would a say that jet that's fuel. A, that's you know that that comes from the grain neutral. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's it it, it's a very strong Alcoholic. Like when you drink yeah. Everclear, that's yeah. a GNS. Yeah. So this is basically Everclear blended with 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 um, malt liquor. I'm pretty
2: sure Colin Colin McGregor Connor. Connor connor mcgregor i'm pretty sure he likes to get real messed up
0: well it's a very cost effective way to do it Mm -hmm. colin
2: mcgregor sorry that's not the guy
0: (laughs) you can buy grain neutral spirit you know there's huge factories out there brown foreman sorry there's these big american factories I'm, i'm sure they're all over I know there's some big ones in India, China, and they're these gigantic industrial column stills that are just cranking out by the hundreds of thousands of gallons yeah. this grain-neutral spirit and shipping it out. Here, here's a, a quick little note for all you vodka drinkers out there. Vodka is just generally a grain-neutral spirit if it if it comes from a grain. Um, traditionally, vodka was potato, but these days, it's made it out of anything. Um, but Tito's a big mm-hmm. one that's risen to some acclaim in the last couple years. Uh they don't make their own alcohol. They they buy grain neutral spirit and then they run it through their still. Essentially, I mean it was it was I learned about this when I was taking my distilling classes out in Kentucky. Literally, they don't even turn the still on a lot of the times. They they get this grain neutral spirit brought in and by the tanker load and they run it in the top of the still and out the bottom and they say it touched our copper boom and they sell it and it's it's literally, you know, grain neutral spirit that they've purchased by the hundreds of thousands of gallons, they've run it through their still and they bottle it and call it Tito's handmade. So, have fun with that one, guys. How, how so. many of
1: these whiskeys are are GNR, GNS?
0: It is it's extremely common to, um a lot of times
1: they're not sh- Guns and Roses
0: startup distilleries um, because they are starting up they will go buy the spirit they'll b- buy G&S and they'll age it in fact there's a lot of distilleries that don't even own a still what they do is they're really just aging houses they buy green neutral spirit from one of these big distilleries and then they just age it and then bottle it and sell it under their own brand but they're actually not doing any distilling at all and that's very common cool
1: yeah, I, I think it's good. Now, Ryan, do you mind? I, is it is it, is it okay for me to say that you are a bit nervous to try this? <clears throat> this isn't exactly your cup of tea. I mean, you got nervous when truly introduced, like, lime flavor. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, I you're, think... Ryan's a pretty mellow drinker. Yeah. I, I didn't see a squint. I didn't see a, you, you no. know, it seemed pretty mellow
2: for Well, you. I think after the, you know, I've, I think I've only been on six of the seven weeks like I think I'm getting fairly used to and I've been drinking whiskey at home, um, but it wasn't that crazy. Um, but yeah, it, it didn't make me squint. The smell was more of anything than the, the bark was louder than the bite. Okay. This is
0: good. There's definitely like the caramel notes. There's all the stuff from the wood. Right. I think I'm definitely getting a little bit of the bite from the, there's definitely some, uh, 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 the basic kind of alcohol quality to it, right? Yeah. That's not necessarily awesome.
2: Yeah. Right? Totally.
0: I mean, I, I don't think that that's like the marketing team would would go out and be like, you know, it's got notes of vanilla and caramel and Isopropyl alcoholiness. Alcohol. Yeah. You know? Right. Sugar. Yeah. I like it. I'm, am I the only one? I, I was,
1: I'm actually pretty impressed with it. I think but it has again, a smooth finish.
0: I don't have a lot of comparison because I don't drink a lot of Irish whiskey. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it all has kind of that bite. I mean, Jameson kind of, in my recollection, does.
2: What are we looking at uh, price-wise on this bottle? About just...
0: like $29.
2: Okay. That's not bad.
0: So, And you said that he just, did he sell the company or he just sold a bunch no, of cases?
2: Sold $2.4 million $2. 4 worth million. of it it's in oh, six wow. months. In six months and it's supposed to double.
0: So it's a fairly new, because it even says on the back that a certain percentage of the cost of the bottle goes to fir- uh, first responders.
1: Mm. So it's got to be. that's Yeah, it, this is red hot around the world right now.
2: And you and got this was the only of bottle of it in that store, was it? Yeah. Well, we're drinking it. Mm-hmm.
0: It's um, it's good. It's uh. Did again, you say the name of it? Oh, I'm not sure that we ever did. Uh, it's called Proper Twelve. What are we Made looking at on, on age here?
1: Well, I'm I'm guessing it's twelve years. Proper Twelve? No, it's
0: it's not. It's not proper 12. Here, give me. You can look on the back of the bottle. There's info on it. Proper 12 is an homage to his town that he's Mm. from.
1: Oh, well, that's how much I know. I
0: think it's three years. It definitely gives an age on there. I think it said three years. Well, it's good for three years. Wow. Well, this is just riveting. Yeah.
2: Riveting as I try to read a bottle. Um, Yeah, it doesn't. I can't see anything that it says.
0: Okay, you're blind. Give it to Joss.
2: All right, so
1: I want to read what it says in the back of the bottle paying tribute to where it all began for me Dublin 12 our master distiller and I set out with one goal in mind to craft a proper Irish whiskey that is true to Ireland
0: can you do it in the voice of Conor McGregor
1: paying tributes to where it all began for me Dublin 12 our master distiller and I set out with one goal in mind to craft a proper Irish whiskey that is true to Ireland we are honored to share this with you and proud to donate to first responders for every bottle sold enjoy this smooth and balanced whiskey a fine blend of gold grain and full flavored malted barley triple distilled and aged a minimum of three years in bourbon barrels proper number 12 offers hints of vanilla honey like sweetness and toasted wood a proper salute to all
0: Nice, you know, I, I kind of re- went back and forth. I got a little British there. I liked it. I think you did a good job. And it just occurred to me, McGinty. Well, yeah. You're I, I mean, and you don't, you don't really like Irish whiskey. No, I do. I
1: just, I, I don't. It's never in the cupboard for whatever reason.
0: Right. Because you drink it all.
1: Like I believe, and I'm wrong. I look like a, a an idiot. But La LaFrogue, I think Roy I've had a couple times. Scotch. Is that Scotch? See, there you go. That's why I don't talk. <laughs> I did pour another one of these though. It's good. It is good, you know. How how did I do? How was the accent? No, it was good.
2: I it sounded I believe good, it. but I mean, from what I've been reading recently, doing accents is not woke, right? Is not what you
0: kind of did it in Irish face.
1: What does that mean? <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> okay. Um. So Conor McGregor, he seems like a guy that like probably drinks. Irish people, you know, drink in general. I mean, people drink. Right. Yeah. In fact, it's kind of like not even it's it's not woke to talk about Irish people drinking either. I don't think anymore.
2: Mm-mm. They don't like it, Mm-mm. right? To they be do like, like it. they don't. But oh, th- do uh, I don't think I Irish
0: people love like being the butt of like oh the drunken Irishman? Do they? Or do uh, wh- they would you? Do they just embrace it?
2: I think they embrace it. <laughs> no, I don't think so.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know. But let me tell you, Conor McGregor seems like a guy that probably likes to go to a pub and have a pint and a and a couple of these and. You know, what I know about Irish guys is that they go out and they have a couple of drinks and then they're, they're they'll fight. They like to fight. You know, they they do. the my buddy and I basically beat an entire bar at foosball and uh had to then run for our lives in Kinsale because the entire bar wanted to kick our ass cuz we we kicked their ass at foosball. My point being here is I don't I wouldn't want to have to fight Conor McGregor no. in a pub. I don't think that's the move. You know, he seems like he could probably kick your ass. Probably. Although, I got to tell you. What, that, is that Probably in first, Jeremy thinks there's even a remote, a remote chance.
2: chance. Well, you know. Jeremy I mean, would be on the ground before oh he even God. knew he was in a fight.
0: He did get his butt kind of kicked in the ring.
2: By another professional fighter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not some guy you ran into no, at a bar. Not a 45-year-old guy. <laughs> Listen, I'm 46. 46. I can really, my left hook is, it's got something. I mean, Conor McGregor is
1: kind of considered, like. Kind of a badass? Pretty badass.
0: Okay, so maybe I don't fight him, but maybe I, like, challenge him to some sort of, like, you know, match of skill. Like, maybe
1: ping pong.
0: Yeah, do you think he's good at foosball? I bet he is. And then if I kicked his ass at foosball, then is he going yeah. to get get all mad? Yeah,
1: I'd not I'd let him win.
0: See, that's the thing. I don't want to let him win. It's not fair. If we decide we're not going to fight, but in in lieu of physical contact, we're just going to play foosball, and then I win, then you're not allowed to go back to the fight. It's like we already blew by the fight. We're playing foosball.
2: I mean, your logic is sound, but it goes right out the window as soon as you win. Also
1: how much of this is being drank while playing the game of foosball
0: right by the end I mean if could that... be, he could be a different guy than right. what you started with he's all you know unicorns and fuzzy bunnies until he has a couple of proper 12s in him and then he wants to get you in a you know chokehold <laughs>
1: how do, how much do you need before you get yourself in trouble so against these... with Connor McGregor
0: I mean, I'm just saying I think I could kick his ass at foosball. <laughs> now, I'm not good at darts. So, if we got into darts, he might, you know. Yeah. Do you we'll be able to kind of come up there?
1: No, I've seen you yeah, darts is not your That's not the wheelhouse. I mean, I've seen you break glasses, break multiple darts. But they just, you know, they just break in half. You you're able to actually hit have the the metal point like like, the plastic tip hits the board.
0: Well, I'm lucky to hit the board. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I'm not. I, is it I, I am
2: lucky to hit the – I am not – I don't have the skill to aim at a spot yet. You know, not that I'm trying. Um, but, like, I, I mean, I can yet. try to so hit So we're the, practicing? No, no that's, why I, that's why I had to clarify that. <laughs> not, I'm not trying yet. Yeah. As of this point in my life, having never practiced or tried, really, hitting the board is the directive – i I am not picking a spot you're not aiming
1: for 19.
2: i'm not getting the triple 19.
1: right you're not hitting the trips 19.
0: like when i play darts the way i play it is who gets the most darts on the board
1: wins (laughs) that's not the rules (laughs)
0: you only get three darts
1: at a time right and there's no do-overs
0: lucky to get one on the board yeah, one out of three is on the board. I mean, that's not great, right? And I don't like math. And darts has all sorts of numbers. It's like I don't play, you know, darts. It's, it's
1: exhausting, is what you're saying.
0: Dominoes. I mean, come you on. You gotta
1: walk all the way to the board to get the darts. Yeah, then math. do math. Right. Find the marker. Math. Well, there's so many steps. Really? I,
2: I think there's a. Uh, a there's no. Sed- m- there's a good segue here. Into you know what do you do when there's you know discussions about
0: bar games and other trivia? well, that's kind of where I was going, Ryan. Oh. uh, I'm glad that you picked up what I was laying down because, yeah, that is where you know we're drinking uh we're drinking Irish whiskey we uh we actually started out the evening with a couple of Guinness, and uh, now we're talking about you know games of skill and kind of bar matches and possibly you know having to measure yourself up against another man and uh, and if you don't want to have to whip out your penis that's where the Guinness Book of World Records kind of kind of comes into the picture. huh People were sitting around the pub drinking Guinness and and playing these games darts or you know I can spit further than you can or whatever I can spit a peanut across the room and you and and they had to start documenting it and uh, and it became what is now known as the Guinness the Guinness Book of World Records.
2: Yeah, I think uh what I think about the Guinness Book of World Records, mostly because of like the history of Guinness. I think of uh I think it it is pretty old. It seems right, like Guinness it might, is old. because
0: yeah, Guinness is
2: old. I think it but it turns out it's like nineteen fifty.
0: So yeah, it's not like it was in the eighteen hundreds people are sitting around, you know, Oh, we gotta keep keep track of who spits the peanut the furthest and they came up with the Guinness Book of World Records.
2: No, no. I mean we're talking nineteen fifty. Um, in the 1950s, early 1950s, <laughs> this isn't gonna help your giggles. Sorry. Sir Hugh Beaver, uh, oh, man. managing director of the Guinness Brewery, he was out attending a shooting party.
0: Okay, fun.
2: Um, and yeah. him, <laughs> what a night! Drink yeah. <laughs> a bunch of Guinness and go shooting. They're out there, and they're uh, they're out shooting wild birds, and they come to a discussion of which is the
0: fastest game bird out there. So you don't have to be. This is a fun distinction. You do not have to be human to hold a Guinness record. Mm, Interesting. That is a thing. There is like the world's fastest dog.
2: Yeah. For instance. So they basically said, you know what? Hey, I think it's the, you know, the (laughs) red-bellied. Some Some kind of bird. Some kind of bird. (laughs) And Joss thinks it's the falcon. We have now a reference guide to look up what's the fastest bird. And to, you know, we can have to, uh, enlightened discussion over a Guinness. All thanks to Mr. Beaver. All thanks to Huge Beaver. Is his name Huge? I'm sorry, Hugh Beaver. Oh. Sir Hugh Beaver.
1: <laughs> wow. Um, again, w- let's credit alcohol with another wonderful win. Once whip. again.
0: So many amazing things, right? It, it's that, an that
1: incredible it's the... invention, alcohol.
0: So I, I I was curious when I when I found out that we might possibly touch upon this topic, I was kind of curious to how you could get in firstly how you how you could get into the Guinness Book of World Records, but then how they distinguished what was a Guinness Book world record, right? there there are certain things that aren't in the book and there are certain things that are there's like the you know oldest man, tallest man, that kind of stuff, but then there's other records that aren't in the book. And so I started wondering what it takes to actually be a Guinness record. Not a Guinness record holder, but just a, a record. And, and here's what the criteria are. It has to be measurable. Mm-hmm. So can it be measured objectively, unit of measurement, distance, speed, that right. kind of thing? It's
2: not the, what which is the prettiest uh, right. daffodil. Right, in fact,
0: that beauty, kindness, loyalty, those things, they can't be judged. Nice. So it has to be measurable. It has to be breakable. So someone has to be able to better it. Yeah. If it's if you know it's the I don't, what is, is there, is there a, a can the record be broken or record titles must be open to being challenged. So if it's something I can't think of a of an example right off the top of my head but it has to be challengeable. Uh, the next one is standardizable. Can the record be repeated by someone else? Is it possible to create? If you have seven fingers and yeah. you're like, I can, I'm,
2: I can eat more fried chicken with than my you can. seventh
0: finger than yeah. you can. Well, it's like that's not right. So you yeah. can't. So it has to be standardizable. Is it possible to create a set of parameters and conditions that challengers can follow?
1: Jared, would seven fingers alone be a Guinness record?
0: Maybe I don't know. World's most fingers on a person, possibly. One hand. Have to look it up. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I mean, I have seven fingers. That's well, you've got a total <laughs> of ten, but you I also guess, have seven. I guess it, it's breakable. There could yeah. be someone with more a fingers eight, on their yeah. hand. Uh, is that standardizable? <laughs> Possible to create a set of parameters and conditions? Maybe. I mean, what what or,
2: classifies a finger? You know, it can't be just a little stump.
0: It can be verifiable. <laughs> that's the next. Uh, that's the next parameter. Verifiable. Based on one variable, is the record based on one superlative and measured in one unit of measurement? So So is that like the speed, distance, height?
2: how many push-ups you just did. Right. Right.
0: We can't be a bunch of different factors. Yeah. And then the last one is the best in the world. Has anyone else done better? If your record suggestion is new, then Guinness World Records will set a challenging minimum requirement for you to beat. So those are them, and as long as yeah. they, th- you, you meet those, and, you can be in the book of world records, you know, as a record.
2: Yeah, and, and the other thing I, I just read is they don't pay.
0: Right, right. It's it's. Oh yeah, it's, you're it's, not it's
2: getting rights. a million dollars no, for
0: no, those. No. I think you get a plaque. You yeah, get a maybe. picture. I think they sell you a plaque. Yeah, probably sell you a plaque, and uh, and uh, it's bragging rights. I mean, it, it always was. It was always about bragging. No, rights.
1: when they break it, you get the knock on the door. The guy comes in the suit and takes the plaque away.
2: Yeah, uh, uh, sorry. someone did one more push-up you don't earn this you didn't earn this anymore i don't know if if we want to go here yet but i remember as a kid you know they always had like the bookmobile or something come to the thing or like you had the book fair and they always had like guinness books there and always had the two fat guys on the little motorcycles and they were like the fattest twins on motorcycles like really how's that a record they were always on these little tiny motorcycles they had jeans and like Kind of Western, kind of were they together
0: on. on the same motorcycle? No. Oh no, they were on no.
2: different motor. It was like they were like the fattest twins on the smallest motorcycles.
0: Wow, interesting. There's a lot of moving pieces. Yeah, there. yeah. I that's, don't see I how thought, that qualifies exactly. Because I thought it had to be one measurable factor. Yeah, there's a lot fat. of yeah. It's small motorcycles, yeah. big dudes. Define small. Yeah, define big. Well, I mean, no, define I mean there big. is that. There is small and big. Those are pretty quantifiable.
2: Yeah, but some of um, them. Now I don't know how where we want to go with this, but some of them were just dumb.
0: What records? Yeah. Here, okay. I think this is a good opportunity. There's, uh, Joss has a new, has some news that okay. we can segue right into. So, so uh, let's get into that, Joss. This is the news with Joss McGinty. Hard hitting, global. ...and other stuff.
2: News,
1: news, news. Speaking of Guinness Book of World Records, great news. Teacher breaks
0: swuggling world record
1: in Oregon pool.
0: Swuggling. Wait, wait, wait. Do you know what swuggling is? No idea. It sounds like drinking something,
2: right? No, I'm a little worried. Right. It sounds like he's swuggling. doing
1: something. Take a now, guess. No, it's not smuggling.
2: Take okay. a guess.
0: It's but it, it it could be if you just flip that W Did upside down. you say down. snuggling? He's snuggling. He's like, nope, I nope, got nothing done. else. Well, I know what it is, so I can't guess. Swuggling. Swuggling.
1: What does this? What does it sound like when someone's swuggling, Ryan? It's so easy. Is he hammered in the pool?
0: Right. No, no like, I, he I thought like that. drinking. Something. I
1: thought that was he like doing like a keg cake he, stand upside down in a underwater. pool underwater. Underwater. It's not drinking-related. An Oregon man broke a Guinness World Record for swuggling. Swimming while juggling.
0: Weird, right? We completed
1: 101 catches without interruption. I should mention this is from UPI.com. Thank you. 101 catches without interruption.
2: Now, we're talking... Now, so juggling, how many balls? Five balls. Okay, so is each catch... One count.
1: I'm going. Each catch is one count. Okay. Yes.
2: So and then now is when you say swuggling. Is he touching the bottom? No. Or is he swimming? That's and a not distinction. He that's cannot, a distinction.
0: He cannot be touching the bottom, and the balls can never touch the water.
2: Okay. So he's playing water polo.
0: But with five balls well, in the air. With five yeah. balls. In fact, he's even better with four balls. But there is no Guinness record for four ball
2: swuggling. Yeah, it's too easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it, how about this that though? Seem so like a like hundred doesn't. I mean, if you got five balls, you you basically touch each ball twenty times.
1: How about this? I'm glad you brought that up. I, I'm quoting Evans completed a hundred and one catches, far surpassing the previous record of
2: twenty five. Jeez, so that guy it, got you got five passes. It's hard to swuggle, bro, barely
1: Swuggling seems very difficult because, to your point, 25 means five balls. You touch each ball five times, and that's the world
2: record. record. That seems attainable. Now, I I can't juggle, but I did play water polo, and I can keep myself out of the water until he's my mid-stomach for a little bit.
0: So I think you could maybe be in the contention for the next world record. I'm saying I could
2: probably do five. I'm not saying I could do the hundred.
1: Boy, Ryan, you couldn't help me lead this better.
0: Evan said he
1: trained for several months before the attempt. He said he found it difficult to complete more than 11 catches until July. Wow. He said he managed to do 224 catches while swuggling four balls, like Jair said. But Guinness does not currently have a category for four ball swuggling. Hmm.
2: But uh, I Who, guess How is this a thing? I don't know. Because that's what I was just thinking. Like, is doesn't shouldn't the record have to mean something? Don't you or aren't you just finding something no one's done yet?
1: At some point, you you have to think you can make up anything to get a yeah. world record.
2: Because What's the swuggling? what's the what's the added value? Was this something that people did to cross rivers with fresh limes? Well, back no. Again, it, yeah, it like, just
0: has to meet those parameters. Yeah, it has to be judgeable, measurable. You know, blah blah blah. But if it's all of those things, then you yeah. can have a record.
1: We have to go swuggling together.
0: Either that, I need to swuggle with both of you. No, <laughs> I don't. That don't.
1: That sounds real weird. That don't. That, don't, that. I think we should all try swuggling.
0: No, I don't want to swuggle. Are there classes? Actually, I can juggle. I'll swuggle with you, Joss. I can't. Here's the thing, though. I think that what we could do is I think that we could find something that we can do that fits all the parameters and see if we can ourselves attain a Guinness World Record.
1: You're onto something. And we might have to try to do
0: it on the show. That's what I'm thinking. If you have an idea for something that you think we could do, because there are obviously there's there's group records. Yeah. So that's a thing. If you have an idea for a group record you think is something that's attainable for us uh, or, or any idea for content from the show, we would absolutely love to hear from you. And you can go to websworldwide.com and send us an email to do that and let us know. Well, how, how many
1: other things can you do together? Can you set a world record for painting while wing eating? Uh, yeah. How I many know, wings because can because you eat it while one painting? Well, there's thing. definitely
0: – like I think there's eating – records yeah i I don't know there's
1: eating records but i'm talking about combining like how many words can you type a minute while like changing a carburetor no i think
0: that was one of the parameters it it had to be a single measurable thing
2: but this is a this this is is swimming and swimming and well it's swuggling which is only one swuggling which is a one word swimming while juggling it doesn't meet the criteria but But juggling while swimming no but swuggling it's fine. S- Swaggling, so swimming
1: it- comes before juggling. Yeah. It's like an actor sings or singer act. He's a juggler who swims, not a yeah. swimmer who juggles. Yeah. No, he's I've a been swuggler.
0: swollen while smuggling. <laughs> wow. And that's swuggling. Is that.
1: No. I mean, I, I don't probably, think there's
0: a world record for I that. I probably was the most swollen person ever to smuggle. If- I've seen him swollen. <laughs> I mean, dude, <laughs> I am allergic. The
1: uh, there's video of it.
2: Mm. It's not
1: like of you a, smuggling of you smuggling. Yeah,
2: lots of countries have that video. <laughs> only a few.
1: Yeah, have retained the rights, but not a big crowd. Yeah, it's right, not, a, it's that not so. a big. It wasn't a, a uh,
0: you know. It, it didn't, didn't draw the crowd. a lot of folks. They didn't pack the bleachers. No, it's this is not that. It was like Coliseum. his mom. You <laughs> can it, do it, Tim. What was his name? Oh. We don't even remember. What was it?
2: Uh, was it in like their like home backyard pool, or was no, it yeah, in like it
1: was a like, community? It was like pool? At the Y? Like at the YMCA? Yeah. Like, look, you can see the picture. You What's see the, his name? The, the lane lines. Oh yeah. His name is. By the way, they they mentioned twice he's a fifth grade teacher. I mean, is that a thing? Bob Evans. Oh, oh he's a hotel chain.
0: Oh, no, and, no. and he makes great biscuits. <laughs> yeah, his biscuits and gravy are something special. <laughs> well, Bob, who knew. I don't. I mean,
1: if you're gonna do it, wouldn't you have a two-ball challenge? Then you can get, you can get like five thousand.
2: I think he has. A, maybe he didn't have that much time on his hands. He was like, uh, "Listen, I'm me, in and out. Let me set the uh, listen. The, the the max right now is five. Like well, I'm looking at six. Apparently,
0: swuggling is five. Yeah. Like you can't swuggle with four. There's no such thing. No, it no, says no, no, that no. In the no. I, I, mean, I don't know. Five rounds of oh, oh, the five oh. balls.
1: So now we're down to swuggling specifically means five ball. It's a five ball.
0: I mean, it says in that article. They didn't have a four ball challenge. Right. There is no four ball swuggling.
2: They just don't want their judge to be that time constrained.
0: Yeah. I mean, can you
1: see the guy there too? Like, okay, guy. You know, the judge is like real impatient. Like
2: he's he's like, let's get, let's get on with this. Listen, listen, clown. Yeah. I mean, perform for me so I can get out of here.
1: There's a guy about to sneeze 487 times down the road. Yeah. And that's something I'm looking forward to. Yeah.
0: I got to get on. I got two fat guys on these little motorcycles yeah. at five. I got to make it all the way to Picasso. Yeah, I mean, you know,
1: I'm here because there's a cancellation. Yeah. I
0: mean. Now, I sometimes swear while snuggling. <laughs> that's swuggling. Yeah. I'm pretty good at that. I could probably have that record. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I think we should try uh, uh, to find something that the three of us can try
0: to get a world record for. All right. I'm going to really now. Oh, okay. Well that brings me uh, again. So now that we're talking about it, there are some very, very weird Guinness records, right? Pretty obscure.
2: Did you find any? Yeah. I looked up a couple, um, mine. I looked up a couple that I'm like, really? That's a category. And then some that were kind of odd. Um, the farthest uh arrow shot with your feet
0: okay wow so, with your
2: feet yeah so you're like doing a handstand mm-hmm. and then you have the bow in one foot and you're pulling it back with the other foot while shooting an arrow and it's it's like 40 feet
1: 40 okay. feet
2: yeah like and they hit the feet, bullseye just, with it? No, 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 no. They just get the no, arrow they just, to go. It's just how far will it go? Okay. But it's literally
0: forty feet. Because I've I'm seen the people sure that shoot that the one. arrow with their feet and yeah. hit the bullseye. Yeah,
1: well, a TV show. There was a, a person that did that. One of those talent shows.
0: You can't do that on television. Or no, no that's where you get the slime on your
1: head. America's isn't?
0: funniest challenge, or what? Well, was...
1: All those combined. <laughs> you know, it, it takes a real interesting bird. To To learn how to do that, yeah,
0: generally, they're like missing arms,
2: yeah, if right, doing that. I, think I
0: think you so. see a lot of people with no arms doing it, okay,
2: the most toothpicks <laughs> in your beard, I thought you
0: were gonna say, butt. no <laughs>
2: <laughs> the most toothpicks in your beard, most just take are- a number. Like just what is the, I can't,
0: what does that? even? Mean? Your beard. So I mean, you have how a big, beard. It's okay. So we've already at, got a guy a that has a, like a record-setting beard, right? Because mm. you'd have to have some kind of huge beard to get it. If you have like a,
2: it's not be, like a long beard.
0: Your beard, yeah, compared, it's not going to hold. It's anything. not going to hold a lot. Now the guy in ZZ Top or whatever. Yeah, it's that, it's
2: not a long beard, but it is a bushy beard. So
0: you have you know that you've seen a
1: picture I of the know guy's the number, beard too. Yeah. Okay, I'm going. I'm going to go about
0: a, about 130. Wow. Toothpicks in the beard. Yeah. Real weird one. Yeah. That's definitely one that, like, in a bar, they're like, yeah. let's see how many toothpicks you can get yeah. in your beard.
1: How many of these records, well, I mean, true to form, are done when people are absolutely hammered?
0: I mean, I think quite a bit. I think yeah. quite a bit. There's, like, also a large number of people that die every year trying to pee off high places. Yeah. Just a thing. Is that a thing? Oh yeah. A lot of and uh, primarily men hmm. die every year trying to pee I off high know. things. I should hope so. Yeah, well, it's yeah. going
2: to be de- it's well. going to definitely easier to fall. <laughs> so do you have a number? He was like 137. <sighs> I don't know. Let's go for a nice round 200. No, it was 3500. many. <laughs>
0: 3500 yeah.
2: toothpicks. Yeah, in his beard.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to probably beat that. I can't grow a beard, real patchy.
2: No, this guy must I think, I mean he looked like he worked in a brewery. Like he looked like he was at some craft brewery,
0: you know. I'm not he American the, Indian, but my beard is a patchy. <laughs> <laughs> <You> know, <yeah. laughs> so then there's there's a couple that
2: I I just don't understand why Please, this is a record. Yes sir.
1: 3500
2: toothpicks. Yeah. In in a beard.
1: How many toothpicks come in a packet? Like, when you buy
2: toothpicks at the grocery store... Like a hundred.
1: Ask Rain Man. The guy had to buy...
2: 64. <laughs> yeah. 64 toothpicks in your beard.
1: First of all, this cost this guy at least
2: $18 yeah. to do this. <laughs> I mean, it it costs money to set records.
1: Were they placed straight up and straight down? They I were get all different
2: them. directions. Like, that's why I think it was a bushier beard, because they were going... Bushy beard? Yeah. It had
1: to have been the bushiest beard in the history of the world.
2: Yeah, but it wasn't long. It wasn't like a. Were long... they used toothpicks? I I don't think so. Yeah, I would hope they're fresh hope out of not. the box, yeah. right? Or he he was one of those. He was one of the guys handing out the sausage sample at Costco, <laughs> and he just took all the used
0: ones and stuck them in his
2: beard,
1: like the Polska kielbasa. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, there you go. Stinky. And... <laughs> Why do you smell like cured meat? <laughs>
2: and old people breath.
0: What else you got?
2: Um. So the ones that I think are a little weird. Um,
1: that one wasn't weird. Are oh. we?
2: Are you just getting us ready for weird ones? Because that was a weird one. Yeah. No, I think it was. I'm
0: surprised. I gotta be so, honest.
2: Like the most tricks a pig can do in one minute. Oh, wow. Good.
0: And they have to be different. You can't just sit over and over. They've yeah. Be I different. think. I think
2: that I didn't. I didn't read the details on it, but like that just seemed weird. Because that seemed subjective to me. What's a trick? Is right. sitting right. down a trick? Right. I mean, they sit down on their own. Is that it's not? I mean, like, I could see shake.
0: What's the expectation from a pig? Yeah. Apparently, pigs are actually very, very smart animals. Yeah. How like, smart can they be? They sleep in their own shit. <laughs> that <laughs> doesn't seem that smart. <laughs> you've yeah.
2: been, you've done that a number of times. Well, yeah, and I'm
0: not very smart. <laughs> yeah. <I mean. laughs>
2: the other ones are like uh, the world's shortest horse and the world's shortest bull. It's like that's not doing a thing.
0: Right. But that's I being guess that's a thing.
2: yeah, I guess that's the, kind of the same as being the fastest bird.
0: It's kind of just trivia about that bird. It's the opposite though. Yeah. Like the fastest bird He's, won Darwinism. Yeah. <laughs> the shortest bull lost. He didn't it's like yeah. congratulations,
2: you're the runt. And he, and does the bull get the award, or does the person who owns the bull get the award? Right.
1: The that's a very good point. First of all, I feel terrible for this bull. Yeah. The shortest horse. I've heard of, you know, and mm-hmm. they're cute, and it's so fun and sweet and neat. No one
2: talks about the bull. No. There's no bull. Well, because he constantly is headbutting you right in the knee. Yeah, he's got those and big nobody horns likes all up in your business. Yeah. Get um, out of
1: here, bull. Yeah. 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 Uh, let me t- let me pet this horse. Yeah, let me beat talk to it. This beautiful, cute horse.
0: Give me back to the Shetland. <laughs>
2: yeah. So then we have some, uh, the world's most tattooed man and it and it classifies over a 1000 hours of body modification. So you have the slowest tattoo guy? Right. Like that's I don't understand that one. Like I don't know how that yeah. And, and, and there's and, only and, a and it it finite
0: amount. It's like once someone's covered their entire body with tattoos, yeah. but like you can't how can that be challengeable? Because Which you, you could be a
2: fatter person.
0: There's we have more surface area. You have more surface have area. More surface area. Wow. But I
2: don't understand how how is the amount of time of body modification the the criteria, you know, the the benchmark. Maybe they're just giving. you I a little did meat. my entire body, and the guy was so slow; it took us two thousand hours. I win.
0: Right. It really should be like the milliliters of ink used. Yeah. Yeah. Or surface area to be the most tattooed. Literally, yeah. your body is holding the this most ink. ink.
1: Yeah. Right. Maybe we should just work for the Guinness Book of World Records. I might go for so that
2: one. one. Yeah.
0: Just drink, I don't think so. Just drink ink.
2: Yeah, I don't think that's what it, they mean. So there's um, no
1: Guinness Book of World Records for drink eating.
2: D- for drink eating, no. Ink drinking. Ink drinking. No, I, I don't think so. I don't know, but we'll we'll have to look. Uh, so one, another one I thought that Jared could relate to. Uh, Snoop Dogg made the world's largest gin and juice. Okay, well that's fun. It's sixty-five gallons of gin in it, along with apricot schnapps and or apricot brandy. Why can't we make the
0: largest whiskey Coke? Yeah, we could. Now we're talking. Yeah. That seems attainable. Mm. Now we're on to something, gents. Uh, The world's
2: heaviest onion. Again. I love onions, and that's why I picked that one. Nobody but, had to do but anything. But I didn't do anything. to get I mean, maybe they had to juice it up with the steroids. I don't know. Maybe No, but I mean, was.
0: that's like, I mean, it's like, you know, the World Fair. That's a
2: fair. That's something for the fair, not for the Guinness book. I
0: agree. Do you think there's a winner in every
1: fruit and vegetable?
0: The largest strawberry. I mean, how boring. Yeah. You could have an entire book of just the, the that's boring. Here's the keep, one again. I think, yeah, keep that at the at the at, yeah, at your country the county fair. fair yeah, that's yeah. the county fair.
2: Um, this is the one I think Jer should go for. The world's longest plank, like where you hold the plank position. Yeah, no,
0: nah, nah. It's not really in my wheelhouse. No. So plank, not like walk the plank.
2: No, like uh, sit, you know, so your abs are holding you up.
0: Bows and toes. Oh,
2: yeah, that's someone that, that one sucks. Um. How long for, was it? I don't know oh, okay. I, I lost interest. we didn't go that far going. there is that yeah. though.
0: We, I mean you gotta imagine that's got to be
2: um the Virginia, uh, yeah. Amsterdam did the world's biggest condom, you know the spire they have in that big you know in the city center there they put a condom over it dumb fifty five foot tall, but yeah because like what is that? right, doing? that's
0: terrible for the landfill, yeah,
1: boredom. Yeah, has reached new levels. Yeah, right. And it also shows you what people are going to do to get in this book. Yeah. Well,
0: I think it goes back to your point that I think that the Guinness Book of World Records is full of records fueled by two things: alcohol and, and boredom. boredom.
2: Yeah. yeah, I mean, this right. one, the the biggest skinny dipping gathering. Well, that's fun. Maybe yeah, we yeah. could
0: organize something like that. Yeah. It's well, the,
2: not the people. I think is you it more? Want. Than, oh, is it more than dip. three? Yeah, it was like a hundred and twenty. <laughs>
0: Well, let's see. I thought it would be like in the thousands. Yeah, I don't know. Well, see, we can beat that. that yeah. that's I, a lot of
2: that's a lot of nude. I but have been skinny
0: dipping with more than 120 people before.
2: But not you guys weren't you weren't an active gathering.
0: We were pretty active. Yeah. Not... <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that once I started going into like the gathering and like group activities, it's always like you know 600 people skydiving all holding hands. Like, okay, that's something, but it's still like, you're just falling. With friends Right um, Like I I mean I, I maybe I mean they're probably may, It probably takes some athletic ability I don't know But that just doesn't That seems like boredom And not alcohol Or alcohol But on a separate well, time Well
1: If you're talking skydiving It's probably better It did not involve alcohol Yeah Yeah That's one that You wait till you get on the ground. Skydiving and alcohol
2: don't mix. I don't know if that's
1: the combo you're looking for for a successful landing.
2: Uh, So yeah, the gathering ones seem a little weird. The um, uh, largest gathering of air guitar solos. Not solos, but like everybody was the lead guitarist and there was like... 2,000 people playing. The right. Same they got air the entire
0: guitar. stadium at an Angels game. Yeah. With an air, guitar. air guitar. they're like, boom, we just broke it, the Guinness yeah. World Record. Nah, yeah. See, those are, that's dumb. not that, that is now. The ones where like the, the one guy walked on stilts across the entire Australian continent, that kind yeah. of stuff, those are cool. Like the, the feet. That some man accomplished. Yeah, you know, I just watched the movie the other day about the guy. Uh, it's uh, I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head, but it's um, Gordon Levitt, and it's it's about him tightroping uh, uh, when that the French um, guy, the French guy, tightrope between the Niagara. Well, he, no, right. uh, the uh, buildings in New York. Oh, yes, the World Trade. That is a Guinness Book of World Records. Right, that's something. That guy did it, and it was crazy. They were building the Guinness, uh, sorry, they were building the World Trade Centers. They weren't even open yet, and the guy and his team snuck up there, fired an arrow across the thing between the two to pull the wires across and rigged it all at night. And then he goes out there the next day and and walks it, and then like wouldn't come back. Like the cops are on both sides, being like, "Come back." His name, I think, his last name is Petit or something like that. Uh, Philippe Petit or something. But anyway, uh, <laughs> it is... Small gentleman. It's wild. Um, and he, he ended up spending a ton of time out there, but those are the kind of things that I think deserve to be in the Guinness book. right? That guy did something. He didn't just wake up one morning and find out that he had a huge onion growing in his backyard. Yeah. Right? that does, that's, that's not... Hey. Yeah, I mean,
1: he's risking
0: life and limb. Like, that deserves to be put in a book if you happen to be somewhere where someone comes on a bullhorn and is like hey everyone you know put your hands in the air whoa we were just the most people to ever put our hands in the air we're like that you were in a circumstantial kind of record those aren't that exciting to me either no well it's it is safer if i had to pick
1: i'd be part of that one
2: i mean joss would you would you walk the tightrope no (laughs) Oh. <laughs> See, there's your catchphrase
0: right there. No. stop. It, no. no, you did it again. It's great. Uh, how many people would walk a tightrope? You know, I wouldn't. Uh the world trade especially like now, I've seen the guys down at the beach that set up the like the slack rope. Oh. And I've tried to mess around on that thing and that <laughs> just that enough was enough to let me yeah. know that I have no business being on any yeah. kind of It's rope.
2: amazing how hard that is. Oh god. I did one in Mexico and uh we went to that amusement park and they had a you know the slack line. Slack line? Yeah. And um, and just walking on it, I mean, the, the littlest bit was so difficult. And you were like, I mean, it was amazing how quick your body was now, vibrating. Now, apparently,
0: uh, tightrope tight, tight rope walking is easier because hmm. the rope doesn't move. And, oh. you know, it's a fairly thick cable. cable. No yeah.
1: one is telling me that any part of tightrope is easy.
0: Right. It doesn't look easy.
1: Especially up
2: there, like the wind.
1: Yeah, he
0: was competing with wind up there. there I fog.
1: I fell off my three foot ladder. I didn't fly for a year.
2: I mean, you're
0: talking. He's up like a quarter mile. Right, it was wild. Those guys. I mean, half a mile. And the guy that did the World Trade, he he started at uh, in France at uh, uh, the one that just burned down, Um, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. He did the towers at Notre Dame. So, yeah, I mean, the guy, you know, I mean, that's crazy. And and it's, he's still alive to this day, the guy that did that. He's, he still lives. He's a New York citizen. Um... he's he's, later given like the key to the city you know he's like a celebrity but at the time he was arrested and got in a whole lot of trouble it's like guys that go over niagara falls in a barrel that's another one that's in the guinness book yeah i mean that's not really like accomplishing anything other than just didn't die yeah you you survived congratulations here we'll put you in a book you're dumb enough to do that and survived i mean and what's crazy is for a while that was kind of a thing yeah it was like you know competition and, yeah they were they had to like actively keep people from trying to go over Niagara Falls in a barrel and guys were you know spending a lot of time designing these you know drowned proof survival proof barrels you know and uh, and a lot of people died doing it yeah. you know there's people that survived but it's another one that you get to the bottom and they instantly arrest you yeah base jumping off buildings, you know, you try to skydive off the Empire State Building, when you get to the ground, they arrest you. You, you jump, you try to dive off the Golden Gate Bridge and survive, and you're arrested when you swim to shore. It's like, well, a lot of these records, not only do you have to brave life and limb and, and death, but you also have to, to brave possibly getting arrested, the which penal I think system. you should have to do all of those things. Yeah. And then you deserve to be in the book. Yeah. What would be the
1: worst thing, besides of course falling, to happen
0: to you while you're tight tight roping is that t- Well, how can he get I mean there's there's falling. Well, I mean you don't <laughs> want for
1: example, you don't want like a bird to crap on you.
0: Right. But really That yeah. would be distracting.
2: Getting caught wearing those little ballet shoes. But it animals, all that leads that
0: to eventually falling, right? Anything bad the anything bad that could potentially happen to you while tightrope walking is bad because it leads to falling.
2: Well, what if you I mean right. what if you fall but you catch yourself on there like how do you even get back up? No,
0: that that this guy did. The, uh, the, the, I mean, he you do. They fall and they, they'll hook their leg and, you know, they'll know they're going down. So they fall they go down on purpose as opposed to, you know, losing full balance and then trying to recover. They'll feel that they're going down and then they'll go for it and they'll they kind of dive for the wire. Yeah, man, Jesus. it's gnarly. I
1: just got like a goose I will tell stomach. you, I've yeah, seen so a lot of I. movies
0: and, and I mean, I'm sorry, I don't have it off the top of my head cliffhanger. No, it's not called cliffhanger. <laughs> but it's the, you know, Jason Gordon Levitt and it's uh, I think it's uh, Z- Robert Zemeckis about the tightroping uh and uh, it it was it was hard to watch. It got a lot of vertigo. And in fact, I heard when they were screening the movie, a lot of people walked out of the movie cuz they were like it was just like, you know, you're you're nervous <laughs> the whole time. You're like, "Oh my god, cringing plus there's a lot of vertigo because the shots are super high up. and Oh, here it is. The movie was called The Walk. Robert Zemeckis, The Walk. It was difficult to to watch. It was, it was a hard movie to watch. And I have a, a general fear of heights anyway. So, I mean, it was kind of like something for me to just come through and watch this movie and make it to the end. I felt like I had accomplished something. Maybe I should just get a record for that. Yeah,
2: well, I'm going to skip that one. Yeah, I mean... You get a record for watching a overcoming movie. Overcoming
0: your fears? No. You I'm just, not a you big just, fan. You
2: just I watched am... a movie. You just
1: cowboyed
0: up a little bit there, bucko. I'm yeah. not a
1: huge fan of overcoming fears. <laughs> yeah. I think fears are there to keep you safe and sound. Like, the day you see me in a hot air balloon, not happening.
0: No, really? You wouldn't take a hot air balloon ride?
1: A hot air balloon? Who wants to be 10,000 feet in the air with a big flame they... going into a, a sheet? That is not safe.
0: Well, it's pretty safe.
1: It's not safe. And they do that big hot air balloon thing in New Mexico and yeah. I just I, I don't want them to do it. It has you know, to be canceled.
0: I've done it. I've been in one. Uh, and it's a I will tell you what's weird about it. Firstly, it's quiet. So when they're not filling the balloon and and the flame isn't running, it's dead silent. And that's weird, because you're used to being in a plane and having yeah. that white noise and so that's a little unsettling at first. Gets you know, takes some time getting used to the just the silence, but it's also nice. The creak of the basket, the general
1: The creak of the
0: basket is nice. Yeah. But I don't want creaking. Yeah. Creaking? Yeah, that, that leads to breaking creaking implies breaking. I don't like the feeling of hanging from anything that feeling of of where i'm being suspended and maybe that just comes from being a a big dude but i'm always just that sensation of feeling the rope snap like i don't like like you know repelling i don't like that sensation of when i'm when i'm 100 supporting on the rope i didn't like the sense when i was hot air ballooning i didn't like the sense that i knew i was hanging under the balloon when i'm i've been uh Paris, parasailing behind a boat where they're pulling you along, you know. Yeah. I didn't like that sense of hanging under the. At any minute, I expected to hear a ping and go falling out of the sky, you know. So why did you do it? Well, because it, it's it's also fun, and there's a there's a there's hanging is fun. Well, there's something that's fun about overcoming your fears. At least I find fun. You get a you get a rush from it. It's a freebie, you know. I've 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 bungee jumped all those things. I mean, I have a a pretty debilitating fear of heights. I mean, I'm I'm pretty definitely scared of the heights but i've done all those things i've i've you well, know I'm, bungee jumped ryan and i i jumped off the tallest building in auckland new zealand yeah. well, uh, first
1: of all the owner of that company was probably more afraid than you
0: right <laughs> They're like we're gonna get out the big straps for this guy <laughs> break out the red cord
1: you've bungee jumped multiple times have you
0: ryan
2: no
1: would you
0: he had the yeah. opportunity in New Zealand to do that abseiling yeah. thing, and he no. declined. No,
2: it's the it's the tallest structure in the Southern Hemisphere, and you you dangle off it on a rope, and then they free fall you. You're not on a bungee cord; you're on a static line. Like and then they hang you out in front so that you, you get off, you step off the thing and they hang you in front of the observation The hanging deck.
0: part was my least favorite part. Yeah. Again, that sensation of hanging Why? Out. I can't imagine. Yeah, it was, it, no, then, you're literally hanging from a rope around your waist from the tallest structure in the southern hemisphere. I mean, it's unsettling, yeah. bro. Yeah. And, and then and they go, boop, and they flip the switch and just drop you.
2: <laughs> and then, yeah, like 50 feet up, they, it, uh, like the clutch engages and it spins this giant fan. That's the like counterweight that slows you down. And then all of a sudden you're just standing. Yeah, you land. It's you still, land on your feet. Yeah, it still wasn't a light landing. No, and no, no, no still you, you climbed, kind of
0: superhero like. land.
2: Yeah, I didn't I, do I'm,
1: it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sick to my stomach. And I'm also angry at both of you for doing. It. Uh, or not you. I Ryan. didn't do it. I'm not. I'm not mad at you bungee jumping.
0: I have a general it's I'm a one rub, of those guys a, oh. though. I get a sense of enjoyment out of pushing the envelope a little bit. I mean, the edges are there to test as far as I'm concerned. Otherwise, what are we doing here?
1: I mean, for me going up to 80 on the freeway, man, now that's a rush. Yeah. That's power.
0: But, you don't but, go 80. On, okay, I go okay, no, 73. <laughs> yeah. But,
1: Using a rubber band Using to support a my body is <laughs>
0: scary. Yeah, it's sketchy.
1: Anything elastic to hold me up. There's a sense of ultimate failure. And then a hot air balloon. How does it not catch on fire on that little? I mean, they they do. They, they do. do. I mean, bungee and cords... wick. And is wicker the move
0: with the flame? Right. Wicker seems like it would go up immediately. Well, bungee cords do snap. Ropes break. You know, things fail. But lightning strikes, cars crash, tsunamis hit. You know, you never know what what's going to punch your ticket is probably not what the bus you're looking at. It's you know, it's the Volvo that hits you from the side. And
1: probably not. You said probably not. Right. Probably not. Yeah. I know I'm not going to die from a hot air balloon accident. What if
2: one falls out of the sky and lands? See, that's on gonna you. be so funny. I when know. And when Joss I get is, hit by a hot air balloon. Joss on the ground. is
0: sitting on his couch watching Mash, and a hot air balloon comes plummeting from the sky <laughs> through Three, the right, ceiling.
1: Yeah, yeah. and it, they all survive. Yeah.
0: yeah, them landing on me stop, softens stop the blow. Wait, 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 wait! Josh died in a hot air balloon accident. Yeah, he, real he, adventure. He, did. he was. I didn't know he was. Well, you know, he he wasn't in the hot. He was in his, his house watching Mash. <laughs> Oh, well that makes a lot more (laughs) sense Joss died in his sleep Yeah
2: Oh, really? How'd that happen? Um, he was killed by a hot air balloon. <laughs> the, t- you know, watching TV on a Sunday and a hot air balloon yeah. crashed through his ceiling. No, that's... He oh. just
0: died in his sleep and in a hot air balloon accident. Like, how did you even... So, he, I didn't know he was so brave that he, what, he dozed off while he was, was hot he, air ballooning? Well,
2: yeah, was he... Was he <laughs> Was he circumnavigating the globe yeah. in a hot Around air balloon? Around the
0: world in 80 days? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, how was my th- uh, time to take a three-hour snooze? No.
0: What? Yeah. What is it? Is his last name Fog?
1: (laughs) Why do, why put yourself in harm's way to that extreme? Hot air ballooning, bungee jumping, uh, jumping out of a plane. Who even invented that? I have so much respect for those Marines and, and Air Force guys that, you know, jump out of planes to go behind enemy lines. Like, I couldn't jump out of a plane for I, I really I really believe if someone gave me a million dollars, I wouldn't do it. I, I, for real I would
0: i I have never done it. I, there was a time in my life now here here's another thing. I have mellowed out a lot. There was a time in my life when I pretty much would have done anything. Um, I never got around to, to skydiving. It was always something I wanted to do, but I've never done it. and at this point in my life, I'm probably never going to now that I've got kids and I've got a little more kind of like to look out for a little more to be responsible for. But I I always wanted to. The the thing I ran into with skydiving (laughs) is once again like they were like we're gonna have to strap you to like a cargo you know, and push you out the back of the plane with, like, uh, Operation Dumbo Drop style. I was always, like, over the weight limit of, like, your average just, like, recreational skydive. Like, oh, I'm going to go out to Lake Elsinore and skydive with my brother. Like, yeah, bro, we're going to need to bring in, like, the big plane. Like, you got to call way ahead of time if you're going to... Tri-
1: triple shoot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You've got, like, your yeah your static shoot that opens at 200 feet and then your tertiary that blows out at 50 feet before you hit the ground. Yeah.
2: We're just gonna use all of them.
0: Yeah, just give him all the parachutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: you're the only one that goes for
1: the day. Yeah. you took up the whole closet. So
0: I never got around to doing it. With bungee cord, with bungee jumping, it's just a matter of them just hooking up enough cords. We're gonna like, once again. They're like, just give him all the bungee cords. How much rubber do we have yeah. in the shed?
1: Strap him up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm telling you something. If I, because with, with skydiving, uh, they have at least two cords. They have a, a back auxiliary, right? If one fails, I'm pretty sure they have two shoots. Yeah. If I so. saw that guy, because you always go with the guy your first few times, so I've been told. If I saw that guy try to pull that cord and it didn't open, I mean, Terrifying. I would never wear those clothes again. Well, no, tell no, you no you that. yeah, no. But and the guy, like, the guy behind you couldn't either. And you just know you're
2: just falling, like. Well, you just hope that you, you. I mean, one that's. You have two. You know, you have a backup, so you have, you're you're counting on your primary and your secondary failing. Like it's two is.
0: I'm counting on that.
2: And if then I'm it's ju- like,
0: okay, say your shoots fail, right? Yeah. You you got nothing. You know, you got nothing. At that point, do you start trying to aim for stuff? Are you aiming for bodies of water, trying to like you know? Fly. I, I mean, so. I'd, I'd flap. Or are you?
1: I, I would try to flap.
0: I mean, obviously that's not going to work, but I could see trying to aim instead of just going straight down and hitting like the buildings below you. If you saw like a body of water or something that you thought you could glide yeah, over to, but
2: but water is not really going to soften no, your I, I, blow. I, get you. I would. Yeah, you'd try not to land on a child. I bet um, you
0: there's
1: a Guinness Book of World Records of the longest fall surviving. Where the guy surviving.
0: No, there yeah. there is. There's a guy. It generally they land in snow.
2: Yeah, well, then I saw one where they just had a, it's like it was a pile of empty cardboard boxes, and he jumped it out at 3,000 feet with no parachute and was able to, like, you know, move his body in the right thing that he, you know, was slowing down. He wasn't going to was the, that was a
0: that was a stunt, right? Yeah. They built the cardboard box, yeah. I mean, he was aiming for it, which yeah. again, I saw that one. I saw a guy skydive into a net. I didn't yeah. see the cardboard box one, yeah. but I saw a guy skydive into a net, and that was gnarly. I mean, there's yeah. not a whole lot of margin of error. If you no. miss that net, I mean, there, he didn't. He did not have a parachute You weren't coming back. When you weren't. Left
2: the plane. You weren't gonna pass it and like circle around and give it another try.
0: Right. That, that was crazy. I, and then Travis Pastrana, he did the thing where he jumped out of a, uh, the plane without a parachute, and yeah. and like he took. He was like in the plane with his buddies. And we like handed his parachute to his bro, and essentially and like jumped out and like bring me my chute, and like trusted his buddy to like jump out and like, did he bring him a chute and he strapped into it or did he just hang on to his buddy and tandem down? I don't know. But yeah, I remember
2: there, that though. There
0: was a thing where Travis jumped out of the airplane yeah, without, without a chute, and on. then his buddy had to like go get him. I mean, talk about like whoops, what if he did whoops, I, I didn't get you, bro. Go,
1: go get him. It's not like he's picking him up at the, a bar after he had a couple extra beers. I mean, he's trying to get a man free-falling. And knowing
0: you From, guys, you'd be like, screw you, man. You're
1: like, yeah. I can't do it. yeah, like, yeah well, you he ch- already left. You chicken out. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not doing it with Joss. <laughs> Bring me my parachute. Uh, he'll, see, he'll just say his catchphrase, and then we're screwed.
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> And then you would say, no.
2: But what if that, like that, I mean, think about that risk. I mean, it's not a backpack. I mean, it's a backpack with straps here, leg straps, all that. Like, you have a decent amount of stuff to get ready so that when that thing opens, it doesn't just rip off. Like,
0: that's, you know, that's some work. Yeah, skydiving was one of those. It was always out there. It was always intrigued. Yeah. It was always a little, you know, obviously fearful of it, but was, you know, I was willing to, to go. And I just never got around to it. I want to go back
1: to the hot air balloon for a second. They, mm. I've seen the deal where they have tours. You know, Colorado, it's mm-hmm. huge. Mexico, Africa. They bring a lunch, a bottle of rosé. Let me tell you something. I couldn't eat on that. I would be white knuckling that freaking wicker basket.
2: We'll see that. See that. You're- How can
1: you eat like brie and like have a rosé when you're that
2: scared so- to death? So here's here's part of the part of the thing with the wicker. So one, they're very long pieces, they have a really rough, you know, a really high tensile strength, so they don't break very easy. If you say if you were in a metal welded box, every time that thing moves a little bit, it's making a little stress crack in it. And so you're constantly moving and making you know, that metal has a much higher percentage of failure. Than, than straw? Than straw. Yep. Wicker's yeah.
0: super strong. That's why it's been around forever.
2: Um, and they're long pieces, plus as you hit the ground, it doesn't just break one seam, it's got to break four hundred so you you even if you hit the ground and it breaks a couple, that's only marginally weakened the structure, so it's actually a pretty good way to go now, I understand the the fire part of it, but the metal part the or the top with all the flames is usually metal, so it doesn't the wicker and metal and the wicker and fire aren't really touching all that much,
1: not well all that much. Hmm. I don't what know does that answer. mean? <laughs> All they're that not much? That, I need no touching.
2: Yeah, they're not that close.
1: Three feet? Yeah, that's close. Or a
2: twelve foot flame coming out. Of the tree. Yeah, I know,
1: and that flame is so big. It looks like. I mean.
0: Oh, you can feel the flame. Yeah. When they when you're in the basket and they fire that thing up, I mean, you feel it. It's it's hot. <laughs> There's
2: a lot of videos out there where they just rip and you see the people fall out of the sky. I mean, it's crazy when you see one. But, um, but I mean, over i mean long, long term, I mean that's an ancient thing i mean that's it's not like it just they just came up with it now that we got lighter, stronger materials, so it should be safer why- why don't
0: you just get For, in a plane? yeah well, they didn't originally because I mean have
2: that well, when you look at it that's there's more mechanical things to break. All All right, there's more that can go, to go wrong in a
0: plane. Than a balloon? Yeah. A well, balloon I guess, it's, I guess
2: <laughs> it's the it's when you when you look at it, do you want one major failure or a bunch of little failures to take you out? You know, it's
0: There's not a whole lot that can go wrong in your balloon.
2: But when it does <laughs> yeah, it's catastrophic. <laughs> <laughs> there's not a lot of extras. There's not a second bag on the outside of it.
1: Right. There's not a second engine. There's yeah. not landing gear. Yeah.
0: Now, some of the people that take the atmospheric balloons, like the really, really high, they'll wear parachutes. Yeah. Uh, But generally, when yeah, when you go on the Chablis and Brie, you know, trip over over you know northern California, yeah, they don't they don't have parachutes on those ones. Why? You have a camera because you're not high enough for the parachute to be effective. You're gonna hit the ground before the thing even opens. Like, oh my god, I need to pull the the dunk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're in someone's backyard.
2: You're a lawn fixture. You're a long lawn fixture in their backyard. Yeah, yeah.
0: You just ruined the family block party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: oh, you remember, you know, Auntie's birthday party last Sunday. Oh, didn't I tell you? A guy fell out of the sky and splatted on the driveway.
0: Kind of like how J- it's how Joss is gonna die. <laughs>
2: Guy fell out of the sky, landed right on Joss.
0: It was weird. Joss died in a skydiving accident. <laughs> really? I didn't know Joss didn't know, No, no. He was actually eating a cheeseburger. Yeah, and
2: He was at Costco eating a hot dog. Yeah, Guy came right out of the sky and landed on him.
1: He was choked on his them. third piece of corn. Yeah, choked on the tube <laughs> stick.
0: <laughs> well, well, that has uh, just uh, been amazing, <laughs> uh, gentlemen. Um The news. And that was the news. Or was it?
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> was that the news? Wow. Well, like, that was a... I, I forgot we started at the news there, and then...
0: Well, that's kind of how it goes on the old Jeremy Webisodes podcast, nice. is, uh, you know, the news.
1: Listen, it'd be news to me if I died from a hot air balloon falling <laughs> on my head. Yeah. That would be breaking news. It
0: wouldn't surprise me in the least. <laughs> a guy that spends as much time as you do keeping himself away from danger is just like the universe is aiming at you, bro. You basically you have a huge bullseye on your back that says "hot air balloon" right here. So the things oh, we've we've we learned a lot about uh, Irish whiskey
2: mm-hmm.
0: today. We learned a little bit about Conor McGregor. We learned about. Uh, that jo- you know, Joss has a catchphrase.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We learned about that Joss doesn't want to do anything dangerous, really. Um, and we learned a lot about like the history of the Guinness Book of World Records and uh, some of the weird records that are held, and potentially that we would like to maybe get in the game. We need to get in the game. I think that we're ripe for the game, you guys. Look at us. We're brimming with Potential (laughs) and lettuces. We're very ripe. We're kind of soft and sweet in the middle.
2: (laughs) If you leave us alone too long, we'll make alcohol. Sometimes we draw flies.
0: (laughs) So we're ripe. So we're uh, we're gonna come up with something. I'm I'm gonna really brainstorm about it. I think the whole you know world's largest gin and juice. I mean that's given me some ideas.
2: Did they ha- I'm no. surprised
0: that that's what he went with, you know, because he, he probably wanted. He's like, I'm gonna roll the world's largest joint, and they're yeah. like, yeah, Snoop, we can't, we can't we're not, we gonna. can't put that on. He's MG like, All right, I'll do cribs. the gin and juice thing. Yeah. <laughs> he, he took the secondary, so we can come up with something. Must be the 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 straw that went in. It has to
1: be close to the r- world record as well, right? I think yeah. if
0: you're gonna pour the world's largest gin and juice, you should have to drink it though too. You can't just put. It's not enough just to pour it and walk say, hey, we away. Poured it. Stupid. Great. Oh, you mean you wasted it? Yeah.
1: No, I bet they drank it.
0: They 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 had a huge party and dished it out. Yeah. For sure they did. Absolutely. They wouldn't just let it go to waste. So let's come up with something that we think that we can do. Uh we're going to we're going to we're going to throw it to the listeners and if they have anything that they think that we could do, then we we'd love to hear from them. Highest
2: number of donuts you can do in the van in this in the in the warehouse.
0: Okay. See? These are things <laughs> I'm liking these ideas. Keep these coming.
2: The
1: lowest hot air balloon ride. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs>
1: Can we do like, you know, a 10-inch hot air balloon ride? I think that's when you, when, you, when
2: you sleep at night. When yeah. you're under the covers, it becomes the lowest hot air balloon.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would do that. Right. Okay. Well, then we'll, we'll try to come Whatever we come up with, we'll try to make sure that it doesn't involve a lot of height. No height.
2: Height? Height. <laughs> height.
0: Yeah. Height. We'll try. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, Good. I think the lowest hot air balloon. Would be great. Let's we'll put Joss in a little wicker basket and see if we can get him to hover like a foot above the ground.
1: Yeah, because they're a fan. You could kind of. It to be a pretty strong fan. fan. But I mean, anything just
0: to get me. You know, six we'll come or so up with inches. something. We'll come up with something that that is that is quantifiable yet not too dangerous, and uh, and we're gonna get ourselves in that darn book, Joss. Don't you worry about oh, it. Oh, we're doing it. Okay. Anything else, Ryan? You'd like to add any any words of wisdom? Wisdom, or no, if, you, I, uh... if you had a world record that you thought you could break, is there? Anything? I don't know. Really, nothing, huh? Yeah, I just just at an absolute loss for anything fun of any kind. Yeah. Hours,
1: <laughs> uh, I would know. I know mine.
0: Yeah,
2: hours TV of watched. TV watched. Oh. Oh my How god. How long
1: can I watch TV without sleeping or or leaving the couch? Oh yeah,
0: that's probably definitely one. And I think that's one that you could you that's in your wheelhouse. You might be able to achieve that. Most consecutive hours of TV watched. I mean, I'd give it a shot. <laughs> what would be your go-to show? MASH.
2: You could watch the whole all seasons.
0: Yeah, MASH, uh
1: some some office, some uh, the the good years of
2: Simpsons, full baseball games.
1: Yeah, like yeah, watch, you know, I probably would start with like a Sunday slate of football and then dive into shows. Cuz I can get through I can get through three football games, that's close to 10 hours.
2: Now, can you sleep? No, you're not allowed to no, sleep. No, no that's sleep. not consecutive. Well, you're not you're not watching the, you're TV you're on the wires. couch no, and the no, TV no. on.
0: <laughs> if that I mean, I set that record back in college and it was literally like 2 years and I don't think that that doesn't count. <laughs>
2: that was uh, I think there was uh uh you know that was that was there was performance enhancing drugs yeah that's why i wasn't able to qualify <laughs> dq <Yeah.
1: laughs> now if you if you throw in sleeping just not leaving the couch
0: i mean we could talk days most like, consecutive hours on the couch <laughs> so another one seems attainable we're going to keep spitballing here ladies and gentlemen we're going to come up with something uh look for us in future Guinness Books of World Records. Um and until then, we'll look forward to seeing you right here next week on the Jeremy Webisodes Podcast.